Hello and welcome to Franchise Surprise, the franchise movie podcast where we talk about film series and franchises. I don't know why I'm doing a nerdy voice all of a sudden. Anyway, this week we're, we're going through the aliens and we're talking to Prometheus this week. Well, big things have small beginnings. Oh, <gasps> that's a quote from the movie. Anyway, I'm Nick. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm Peyton. <laughs> and I'm Rip. Oh, man. It's, it's been eight days since we've done this podcast, and we've already forgotten how to do it. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? I'm like a goldfish when it comes to podcasts. I just forget how to do it every time I stop doing one. i got to continually just keep doing a podcast. <laughs> anyway. Um, just yeah, keep so. podcasting. Just keep podcasting. Right? Isn't that from the movie? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's from Prometheus. Which <laughs> that's from Prometheus. <laughs> I mean, their suits kind of do look like Dory's uh, color scheme. Anyway, um, did y'all see this in the theater when it came out? I did. I did not. I saw, I saw it later. I did. I saw it opening weekend. And I think I referenced this last episode, but a friend of mine who was sitting in front of me turned around and goes, that, this must be how people who saw Blade Runner felt after they watched it for the first time in the theater. Because it was just different than uh, mm. what we were used to. Yeah. Uh, we but- went in uh, Gainesville, Florida with a group, uh, one of one person of which was a big big fan of the franchise and was very, very excited for this uh, uh, this, this prequel. And when we uh, got out of the theater, he just kind of like looked around and was like, well, that was it. Huh. Huh. What's this? And we didn't. Oh, go ahead. No, we just didn't know how to make them feel better about the experience. (laughs) Was this movie marketed as a prequel to Alien when it came out? Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, I know. It was a prequel, and after you watch the movie, you can tell, but all the behind-the-scenes stuff is like, we were trying to distance ourselves from Alien, and this could possibly take place, like, in a diff- separate, like, timeline or something, and... That's exactly what I think, because I don't view this as the timeline we just watched with, with Ripley. I view this right. as more of, like, the... Like the H two O or your Halloween twenty eighteen, yeah. you know what I mean? Interesting. But then I think I think with Alien Covenant, they they solidify that it takes place on the same timeline. I think I don't really don't because at least well, that's something I read. It's something we'll talk about with Covenant because right. Covenant does set up some stuff that's like differing than what's set up in Aliens because right. Aliens they're set up as you know being insects with a squ- with a queen a queen with a queen. Uh, a squid queen. I was uh, combining squid and queen. Anyway, but yeah, I think I don't. I don't know if this because if you look it up on like IMDb, they usually have like followed Maybe, by yeah. such and such. Yeah, and this is like listed, not listed in the continuity with the alien movies we just watched. Oh, interesting. That's the first I've ever heard of <clears throat> approaching this movie that way. Yeah, I mean that's. Because that's the only way I could wrap my head around the fact that it's so... Because it doesn't have... It's basically like Ridley Scott's like, oh, I had this vision of Alien, and then James Cameron made him bugs. I'm going to go back to what I wanted to do with him and make it in like an unknown creature with un, like with strange origins. Because especially in Covenant, which I know you haven't seen, Rip, they 
yeah, it's totally different than what like James Cameron, Big Jim did with the mm. uh, aliens. So I, yeah, I compl- I've decided like, yeah, this is this is a whole new timeline. Hmm. Anyway, do you want to talk about box office stuff? Yeah, sure. Always. Yeah. Okay. This movie did pretty well, right? Uh, it did as well. I want to say as our last movie we discussed. So it came <laughs> out. So not great then. <laughs> it came out well. Just just wait till we walk talk about the box office for the next movie. So this uh this came out June eighth, twenty twelve. And um it was not the number one movie at the box office, even though I th- I think this is PG thirteen. No, I'm it's not it's R. Really? Yeah. It doesn't feel like an R rated movie. It is rated R because I remember reading something about like I think that that really made like a cut that could be PG thirteen because he didn't know if the company would want to. Well, this was PG thirteen or something. It? But I think maybe it's the the. Um, yeah, it is R. Is wow. it because of the Schmushmorshman? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's actually when they refer to it in the in the documentary. It's not that. It's supposed to be a cesarean and not a Schmushmorshman. Oh. Oh well, yeah. I guess that is actually what it is, since mm-hmm. since we see that little bugger again. Yeah. 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 It straight up is R. I, it just feels PG thirteen to me. I guess that's just. It's because I don't think anybody. No one says said the fuck, fuck word. In it. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody cusses. I, it's I think gonna it's be R. Just... You might as well light them up with fucks. I think they do do that in the next movie, though. Good. Probably. Could have used some with, some fucks. Line some, them up with some fucks. Non-literal fucks. I feel rated like this R, movie... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's rated R for sci-fi violence, including some intense images in brief language. Oh, nice. I feel like this movie was like, I want to do something completely different from the first Alien, and yeah. then and then, and then then the second movie in this, this prequel... A series is like, actually, we want to do it exactly like the first Alien. So it's like they can't, they couldn't decide which way they wanted it. Oh, Covenant is also rated R. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Think they're, um, they're all rated R. But yeah, this came out at a time when like Fox famously was like, "We're not, we're not making rated R movies. We're not right, doing that right. because they don't make any money." And then, and then, and then the head of Fox at the time left, and then. Fox made Deadpool, and Deadpool was like the highest grossing R-rated movie of all yeah. time. <laughs> Swear like, words are back on the menus, boys. What yeah. was what was the number one film in the box office at the oh, when this yeah, came what did out? This lose to it lost to Madagascar Three, Europe's <laughs> Most Wanted. Well, that was uh, if you uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that was the Afro Circus uh, uh, marketing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So that was, was this, just a juggernaut. Was this one second in box office? That's not bad. Yes, it was. Especially for an R-rated movie, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the opening gross was um, $51 million. That's just domestic. That's the still fi- a good opening. Jesus. Yeah. So, and the, the final gross was yeah, $126.5 million. Domestic and then four hundred three million worldwide. What was the budget on this thing? One hundred and thirty million. Okay, all right. Well, keep keep that number in mind for when we talk about the next movie. Sure thing. <laughs> so, because I've already I've already done the research because I was like, what what is all the budgets of all these movies? And it's the next yeah. one's funny. Oh boy. 
The um so number one yeah, Madagascar three, number two Prometheus, number three, Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> number four, Men in Black Three. A film that my dad that's that's definitely a uh my dad watches it. It's like, oh, 30 minutes left? Yeah, I'll watch this movie. Yeah. That, that is Men I, in Black 3. Man, <laughs> I like Men in Black 3. Go ahead, and I'll say it. it. It's it, good. It's I, a lot better than the second one. I have it's, not seen any of these movies. I did not go to the theater this week. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, Men in Black 3 is worth existing for uh, Josh Brolin playing a young Tommy Lee Jones. It is the be- is It is, is, is such a good impression. <laughs> And yeah. and for uh, who Bill Hader plays in the movie as well. Oh yeah, Bill Hader is also very good in it. And then Jermaine plays his crazy. He plays himself in two different roles, like the same character from two <laughs> different times. It's crazy. Um. Okay. Yeah. N- number five. Everybody saw the Avengers. Okay. okay. Yeah. What was number? I probably three again? saw that in theaters. Number three. Oh, number three was Snow White and the Huntsman. Isn't Charlize Theron also in that? Yes, she is. She is the evil queen, yeah. but I haven't I haven't seen that movie. But I just remember wow. her being the evil queen. She played that the was evil the one queen in two movies that are out at the same time. Yeah. That was the one where like uh, I think she was playing villains a lot, like in this era of her. Career. Well, then eventually she plays Cipher in uh, in in the Fast and Furious franchise, and then you also got Brixton, who was the ba- uh, Idris Elba. He played uh, the bad guy in Hobbs and Shaw. So we're lousy with uh, Fast and Furious villains, that's for sure. Yeah. He's not a villain in this movie, though. He is not. Uh, let's see. Number six was The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, a movie that got marketed to death, but of course I didn't see it because <laughs> it was not made for me. I I, uh, I still uh, want to uh, see that, actually. Anybody know what the uh, the sequel uh, is called? <laughs> the Second Best. Why are you going to try and get me to watch a movie about something the second best? <laughs> did it lose a rating? Like, did it lose yeah. like a, a star? Yeah, it's, it, it dropped a spot on on TripAdvisor. <laughs> they could, Plus, I guess, I, they couldn't uh, really call it the bester, like the the more best exotic marriage. The even better. <laughs> okay, yeah. there we go. The even better. The new and improved <laughs> under new management. <laughs> oh man! All right, number seven was what to expect when you're expecting. Oh, I did. I did see that one. Oh, <laughs> number eight was a uh, terrible movie. Oh God, yeah, I, I I can only imagine. Number eight was uh, Battleship, a movie that I used oh, to like in my early years of podcasting. Did a movie review podcast, and we were supposed mm-hmm. to watch this movie to discuss. I did not go see it, so I'm just going. Mm-hmm, the whole conversation <laughs> we were having, it was fun. Hey, you know, it's another alien movie. Yeah, I can I still. I think about all the marketing and all that stuff for the movie and like how they try to transform, like do a Transformers yeah. for the game Battleship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was also at the same time a a movie vehicle for Rihanna. Uh, and oh, it was what this, finally yeah. put the nail in the coffin of Taylor Kitsch's career. Yeah. Well, he's on TV. Don't worry. Hey, he's, yeah, he's got that Sons of Anarchy money, right? Is he on Sons of Anarchy? I don't know. I just know him. He's in season two, True Detective, and then he played. What in that Waco show? Um, I don't. Did, know. Didn't he play David Koresh in something? Oh, I think so. And he also was in Triple Frontier, which I fucks with Triple Frontier. I haven't seen it. I heard it's good. I yeah, like the first it. half. Okay. Yeah, I remember uh, one time in Chicago. I oh met my gosh! Who's... I just remember Patrick Wilson is in this because I looked at the cast list. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wrote his name in all caps. <laughs> He's only um, in, like, one scene. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of, like, blurry because of how they're showing it to you, so you can barely tell. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I met somebody from Waco in Chicago, and they were like, yeah, I'm from Waco. I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're like, do you know what Waco's famous for? And I was like, uh. He goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I know what you're going to say, but it's also famous for such and such. And I was like, well, I'm going to forget that. <laughs> as, as, you've, as I've proven myself on this episode, I have forgotten what that other famous <laughs> thing was. Number Flat nine. Jacks. Huh? Flapjacks. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. Number nine, of course, was The Dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen and... Oh, mm-hmm. right, right, One Jason Manzoukas. Didn't watch Jason that Manzoukas. one either. And number 10, a movie that I struggled to go see in the theater because it just fucking would not open around here. Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah. I did see, mm. I did see that one in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I saw one, two, three of these movies in the theater, yeah. Anyway, that was the top ten for the weekend of June 8th, 2012. Thanks, Nick. I do it mostly for you, Rip, okay? Cause you're- I do. I love the box office stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good at it. As, as is always, you know, clear in our one, our fucking movie league. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, movie league is heating up for sure. I still haven't seen. Haven't still haven't seen the menu yet, but um, I'll see. Well, it'll it'll, it'll be out it, on I digital heard, soon. I've heard good things, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, go see I mean, go see uh, the the whale before anything else, huh? Please, <laughs> please, pretty please. <laughs> no, I was playing around here. <laughs> I know that. Um, let's, so like one of my movies is Puss in Boots in the League, and then uh. Me and Regina both felt was like we don't want we're not going to go see that movie like by ourselves. Are I'm like no we we have to. So we're like making a date to go see it New Year's Eve to go (laughs) (laughs) to go see that movie (laughs) just because this is weird adults in a kids movie. But anyway, (laughs) it's being compared to Logan. I I saw it got it got a high it got good reviews. I think. Mm Hmm. Yeah, one of the IGN reviews is like, this is the Logan of the Shrek universe or something like that, which I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, Antonio Banderas is a great actor, so. Mm-hmm. Also, I think they were like, I I think I saw a trailer where they had, they like bleeped out a curse word in the, on the, the commercial. Yeah, uh, so I don't know, they must be going for something real big and edgy. Maybe it's rated R, it's the first rated R Shrek movie. <laughs> great. Oh man. Okay. So Prometheus 2012. Yeah. Uh, what's your what's your what was everybody's initial reaction to this? All right, I, cool. I liked it. I liked it better this time around than the first time I watched it. Um but there's there's uh it's definitely different than the rest of the series and there's definitely stuff in it that I don't like. But um it's not a bad movie. I there I did like it a lot more the second time watching it. What I did mean, you think, Rich? You'd never seen it before. I, so I I had seen Oh wait, you saw it at the theaters. Yeah, I saw that's it in right, theaters. That's right. Yeah. Covenant's um, one you haven't seen. Correct. Yes. Uh but I so I'll say this as as far as a uh a, a Christmas movie goes, uh you know, it's it's up oh, there. Oh right, me. right. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <clears throat> And now you know oh. why I picked this this franchise for this, for this part time. of the year. 
This is a, a, a choice in the script that had no bearing on anything else whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. and they made a re- they make a really big yeah. deal about it for like they the bo- five minutes that they mention it in the movie, and then it never like, comes up again. Not I guess, only, I guess in maybe real because life. of the like heavy heavy bi- biblical like imagery is maybe why they bring it up, but it doesn't really come back in the movie. No, exactly. It doesn't come back at all. Like it that that so not only did like within the the context of the movie, uh they either store a Christmas tree on the ship at all times or they made a point to bring one on the ship uh cuz they knew they'd be getting out of cryosleep in December <laughs> apparently wherever they would be. And then uh in in reality a a, 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 a a prop master, a set decorator, had to go out and get a, a tiny, a ti- a small, small Christmas tree to put on a pool table that would never show up again. It's not like they don't spend any more time in that area. It just never shows up again. They just randomly keep showing the pool table. The only reason they had the pool table in this the movie nice is to table. show that the ship is rocking because the balls move. Mm. That's the only reason why they got that pool table up in there. Now, uh, uh, to real quick on a, on another movie podcast, Rewatchables, they uh, one of their categories is is uh, thing th- prop you would most like to personally have from the movie, and I would probably go with that pool table because that pool table is, was was a great looking pool table that is also functional as a pool table. Yeah. The um only for nine ball though apparently yeah the head cannon I've developed for myself in regard to um was it J- Janik yeah um is that he he's it, 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 he's he's almost like Jet Black from Cowboy Bebop he has instead of bonsai trees he he grows Christmas trees in his in his in his quarters <laughs> it's not a real tree <laughs> it, what it's a isn't it like one of those like aluminum ones. Well, well it, it is it is doused in tinsel, which I don't know if anyone's ever oh, used okay. that word to describe tinsel before. <laughs> well, oh, maybe well, they have like it's, aluminum, but it's got to be a fake tree. Well, maybe I feel like three D printing technology has probably developed in this time. Maybe maybe Janet woke up and was like, "Oh, I better I can't I can't I do a Southern Idris Elba impression." He's yeah. Like, also, oh. his accent was out of control. <laughs> I was like, is he British or is he Southern? And then, like, as soon, the more I heard him, I was like, ah, I guess he's Southern. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was all over the place. But uh, he's like, oh, I guess I, I guess I better print off a Christmas tree for us real quick since it's the the twenty first. And then never reference it again. It's like, and then later on in the movie, at the end, Shaw's like, it's New Year's Day. Oh, that's right. That's right. And that's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll I'll say this. Uh, uh, I doubt they have. Such good 3D printing technology if we're still using duffel bags for everything. Just just regular old duffel bags with good old sturdy zippers in 2094. Uh, if we're I'm still a, using I'm a, zippers in 2094, I'll be shocked to still be fucking alive. I'm going to um, point you to the video game Death Stranding, where 3D printing is just rampant, and they use duffel bags in that game. So Okay, hey. I, I'm, a, I'm a goddamn fool, then. <laughs> something... Uh, something- uh, I don't know if it's interesting or not about this movie is that they like really want to tie it to like our world and like actual reality, which I think kind of turns me off in like the beginning half of this movie. Yeah. Like yeah. I like I like that the original Alien series is like this could be like a different 
universe like maybe it's not necessarily based in our world and stuff and this one's very much like these people come from us and they are like from our earth and like the whole scene where you get the flashback of shaw's childhood and everything is like oh yeah these people are like us Mm -hmm. well they're they're wearing like fucking north face right in in that scotland scene yeah but i think it's because the other movie takes place 200 years in the future which if you think about it's not that far ahead (laughs) anyway for that technology to be that yeah i just think it's funny how yeah it's definitely a different timeline to me because in this one they have like led screens and then like they were still fucking crts that's (laughs) see that's that for me is where like the timeline thing is just kind of does seem like a cop out because Mm -hmm. i I was mentioning on the the i I can't remember if it was like if it made it on the last podcast or not but like how it bugs the shit out of me when there's prequels made decades after the originals and all the fucking tech in the 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 this new movie looks pristine and shit like that and that is so that is more a, advanced that is a funny thing <laughs> i just remember watching like it was like the first react like the first like celebrity screening they had for star wars episode one mm-hmm. and i just remember it was like being covered by mtv and i just remember ozzy osbourne coming out going it doesn't make any sense it's like, like the old movies were just so junky and everything. And this is a prequel and everything's all shiny. It's just, that was the thing that Ozzy Osbourne was like, just stuck in his craw. I'm I glad that, that I'm, I'm on the same level as Ozzy Osbourne. I also, <laughs> that was both of our biggest takeaways. The first time we saw that movie. I also hate that for some reason they've updated the cryo chamber so that when people come out of it, there's wet and gross. Yeah. Well, it's a prequel. <laughs> they haven't have been a dry but tech. But why would yet. why would they make that like why would they make that worse? But all the other tech is like gorgeous and beautiful. Because, like I hate because, that. <laughs> hate it because because birth because of the fucking yeah. symbolism. They, yeah, they wanted birth the heavy birth image. When did this is twenty twenty right? When did fucking Ridley Scott do Noah? I think this is two thousand twelve. Didn't. Isn't Noah an Arnowski? Not Darren, yeah, Darren no. Aronofsky. That's yeah. Aronofsky. What am I thinking of? He did um, uh, uh, Gods and Kings or something like that. Exodus, Gods, Gods of and Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two years later, he did that. Yeah, two years later. And uh, yeah, someone obviously just was you know going going just flipping through the Bible around this. Aaron Paul's in Gods and Kings. What to do? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ridley Scott's weird like that. Aaron Paul's in the fucking third Mission Impossible movie. He plays that, sure. He plays fine. Tom Cruise's brother-in-law. Now, uh, mind you, yes, the, the 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 one of the largest flaws of uh, this movie is a cast full of white people about the Bible. Mm. Uh, but for whatever reason, Aaron Paul in particular in this movie is fucking hilarious to me. I just want to hear Aaron Paul recite Bible verses. <laughs> I also. Don't understand why David has hair that grows apparently because he has to bleach it. Because what he says when he when they're like uh, old science bro, as I kept calling him. In my notes. Oh, I guess like that's something to. But I don't understand it. Like, He's like I don't David. Understand why how wearing... he is the robot that grows hair? I don't understand. There's so much about this movie I don't understand. So we I'm gotta... just glad that we're in a safe space right now, and we could just. Like why doesn't he just have blonde hair? Like why does he have to bleach it? And two, why does his hair grow? I don't understand. Well here's the fucking thing in the next movie. He doesn't have to fucking bleach it in the next movie. Yeah. 
Don't you don't you guys get it? Also, in the David? next movie, they go back to like the old looking tech, so I don't understand it at all. David, <laughs> don't you see the symbolism in naming him David? You guys, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, Ridley Scott was fucking 75 when he made this movie, and then yeah. he was 80 when he made Covenant. Like, my, my dude's 84, and he's back coming That's crazy. Out of- that's, yeah. He doesn't look that old in, like, the behind the scenes. That's wild. Straight up, Ridley, yeah, Ridley Scott won an Academy Award for Gladiator at the age of 63, and he was like, fuck it, I'm going to make two movies a year until I die. <laughs> anyway. Um... So uh, I I will say that I appreciate him. Uh, you know, uh, make sure we get back to back alien movies where uh, uh, there's there's a basketball and a hoop. Uh, <laughs> although I think if it was uh, Ripley versus David, I'm still taking Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and just give me them two fighting. Uh, also coming out of Cryer Sleep, real quick. Did no one know anything or anyone about anything or each other going into Cryo Sleep? Because there is so much, like, introducing each other coming out of this. Like, it just it, it just seemed weird that, I don't know, did y'all not show yeah, cause, the same cause, place? Cause, yeah, cause it was just weird because Vickers was like, I'm Vickers and I hired these people. And here's the scientists I didn't hire. Who are in charge of this mission? It was just a like whole way lo- lot of exposition dumping. Yeah, I mean I'm- it's kind of like in Aliens when they w- get out of cryer sleep, they all have to meet Ripley. But that, but other than that, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Also, Vickers like hired all those people, and it doesn't seem like she knows any of them either. It seems like she only really knows David. <laughs> She's like she just had a stack of folders. It was just like all right. <laughs> It's like when you're putting together a heist in Grand Theft Auto Five. She's like, oh, I, I picture in a skill chart. Okay, yeah, just hired this dude. <laughs> um, hey, real, real quick. I know this is going backwards, but like the opening, the opening, opening of the movie with like the opening credits and stuff like that, where we see one of the engineers come down. What, what is? Is that him, like? Is that him like creating human life? Is that yeah, what that that's. Is? He takes a shot of some weird shit and then falls yeah. into the. There's a deleted scene. Oh, that's what whole, that's what creates humans. Yeah, there's That's, a delete. There's a deleted scene where there's just a whole. That right now, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Yeah, there's a deleted scene where there's a whole ceremony in which they do that, in which they like are creating life on Earth. That's yeah. that's why that's why his DNA gets ripped apart, and then like comes a fucking, back together, like a like a Spider-Man montage, and then like it comes back together again, and that's the human DNA. That's what that's supposed to be. Oh, but what about dinosaurs? You see, <laughs> yeah, it's I. This this must be an alternate timeline. Well, just because, like, dinosaurs I, I fucking were put in the ground. I don't know. To test don't our know. faith in the Lord. Well, the Lord engineers. If this film tests anything, it's faith, isn't it? Uh, I hate I, the but, I hate the sexy Squidward engineers. I hate them so much. I. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, that's what they are. Fuck. Yeah, that's exactly what um, they are. I I fucking hate. You know, this is like there's a lot that was wrong with the Eternals. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know that this was at the top of everyone's list, but it was for me. I hate that fucking ancient aliens bullshit, man. Get that fucking shit out of here. Even like basing it some sort of fictitious story off of it. Like get just just fuck off with that, man. It's belittling. It's racist. It's it sucks. It sucks, and we don't need it. I so 
already, like, very early on, this whole, like, premise of this movie just, like, rubs me the wrong way to begin with. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna say this, jumping back forward to the cryo sleep, because I'm looking mm-hmm. at my notes now. I hate that nobody's smoking. Like, the only person smoking is Idris Elba, <laughs> and, like, I just... Listen, that's that's what I loved about Alien, which is a bunch of people sitting yeah. around the campfire smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Because if I was in cryosleep, the first fucking thing I would want to do, like, I'm surprised fucking Fifeel wasn't fucking ripping a bong in right, the goddamn, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> he's got to wait till he's in his fucking suit later in the movie to do that shit. <sighs> anyway, y'all wanted to pick some, you know, do some nitpicking. That's mine, okay? Not enough smoking in this movie. <laughs> You know what I did appreciate what there was in this movie on the topic of small little fucking things to bring up about this. Are these the first flip-flops in an alien movie? <laughs> I think so. Cuz I mean, are they the, rainbows? The existence of flip-flops implies the existence of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> so, apparently yeah. the costume designer said that he wears flip-flops because originally David was going to be barefoot because why would a robot need to wear shoes? But then there's the line in the movie about he's like I'm wearing the suit because it makes you guys comfortable. So that's why he wears flip-flops right. and not proper shoes and he's not barefoot. Here's but the he thing about the, he was the second person I saw with flip-flops. The first one was uh 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 Naomi Rapace's uh Shaw. Is that how you say Shaw. Her name? Yeah, Numi Numi Rapace. Numi. Mm-hmm. Numi. Uh Numi Rapace. One, why isn't she in just more things that I that I watch? Like she she's great. I love She's I love in a Numi bunch Numi of Netflix stuff like yeah. now for some reason. It's so um, weird. She's great. But yeah, the uh the other guy that was it that looks like the bootleg uh uh, uh Tom Hardy. Uh, what's his name? I know. Logan Marshall Green. Logan Marshall Green. He does. Why uh, haven't they played brothers or something? He, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, can we get a sequel to Brothers with uh, him <laughs> and uh, 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 those two? Um, but yeah, he also had. He was the first one I saw with the uh, with the flip flops. Sorry. Anyway, no, you're uh, on the topic of flip flops and Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> so they're celebrating Christmas. I think a more believable thing is like in the future. Of course, they're talking about religion, and then they're bring, trying to bring that up. But why aren't they celebrating Jimmy Buffett's birthday? <laughs> I mean, we just skimmed. Right, we just skipped right over that part. I hope there's some deleted. Is his birthday? Is that. his birthday between Christmas and New Year's? His it is Christmas. His Christmas is Christmas. Oh, it's on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he's the reason tis, for the season. Tis the season. <laughs> the Ooh, C S E A. That's the name of his second Christmas album, aka a birthday album. Well, yeah. God, I'm just uh, I'm picturing like them looking at the cave paintings in like the beginning of the movie. It's like it's like they're they're calling us, and it's like a guy making a margarita. That cave yeah. painting. It's a go, it's a clock that's at five o'clock. It's a sundial <laughs> that's at five o'clock. Oh, uh, we should totally set up a typewriter and make our Prometheus uh, remake. That's just sitting around. We're going to an alien planet to <laughs> to put on a Jimmy Buffett concert. Like For instead me- of. Instead of Wayland, it's Jimmy Buffett in the crowd chamber. If they, and he's like if they play Jimmy concert. Buffett music for the for the for the eggs, I bet the aliens would would have been nice. So they would have had they would have had a license to chill. I'll tell you that right now. Instead of playing that weird ass flute, he, pull, he pulls yeah. out a ukulele, pulls out uh, some steel drums. Look, all I'm saying is Prometheus Burger and Paradise. Oh, that was a stretch. 
That's what I do. I like the um. I like the other woman in the the cast, Kate Dickey. I really like her accent. She was really fun. Yeah, well, she had more to fucking do. Yes, true, true. Uh, her, she uh, was she was a science person, and then she was also like. A mercenary seemed like yeah. at one point. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this lady doing on this ship? I didn't like. I didn't like her wig, but I liked her performance. There are a lot of interesting, like, cr- cr- I don't. Man, I got so many. Oh boy, I'll tell you one thing. I do like though. I appreciate them putting their names right in the middle of their fucking forehead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't get time to really meet these characters at all. No. And it's also just like, it's it's like a seventy five year old man going. I don't want to have to explain who yeah. each of these people are, even though we've already done that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it again. Here's your name tag right here. I just love that it's on their fucking head. Like, not on their suit, their head. It, right on their forehead. I would, honestly, I'm more, I, I'm for it. More, more of that just happened. And the two people who don't have them are the people with the craziest hairstyles in the movie. You got Fifield with his like punk yeah. rock geologist look, and then David yeah. with his bleached, you know, Lawrence of Arabia shit. Also, but yeah, speaking of speaking of heads at this part of the movie, I don't I don't I don't give a shit what you tell me about the fucking air. I'm not taking my goddamn helmet. No. No. I'm not doing anything. I don't know why everyone thought that this was just gonna be so hunky fucking dory. <laughs> Just like, oh yeah, let's just walk in. Let's just all let's just touch a bunch of shit. It's gonna be fine. No problem. No problem whatsoever, right? David uh, walking around getting goo on his fingers, and he opens up his fingers, and there's sparkles in the goo. Yeah. It's, well, I think I, David knows. Well, I David guess he doesn't knows. know, but he has. He, but he knows. He knows. Like, there's another part of the mission, and that's why he's like poking and trying yeah. to get stuff to go on. <clears throat> I love that. Um, whenever the holograms sh- show up and all that stuff, Firefield's like, um. He's like, all right, I'm fucking going back. He's yeah. like, I'm leaving. Bye, everybody. And then like, turns and then they Mil- fucking get lost. And he turns to Milburn. He was like, are you staying? He goes, no, ship good. Yeah, ship yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like those two. I wish they lived a little longer. They're the, uh, of course, Milburn is the dumbest fucking biologist yeah. in existence. <laughs> he sees like the vagina squid come up and he's just like, <laughs> oh, Oh, I'm gonna touch that thing. Fucking yeah. gets killed immediately. <laughs> it's incredible. Rafe Spall. Yeah. Who? But uh, I think before this, the only thing I'd seen him in is like he was in Hot Fuzz and then Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um. Another another Brit sporting an English ac- or an American accent. Yeah. <clears throat> just just make him British. <laughs> I just yeah. I don't understand why they I don't like get him that and Idris didn't just do their regular accents. I mean, pull, go the Alien Three didn't give a shit. They had the most British. Fu- they, they were so yeah. goddamn British. Had to put the subtitles on. Well, and well, and Shaw <laughs> has a British accent, and, she, and she's not even British. Yeah, she's like she's yeah. Swedish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, if there's one thing that we've come to learn, uh, at least at least from uh, last year's uh, bout of movies, is when it comes to accents, Ridley don't give a fuck. Do what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna? Oh, you wanna go Italian to a twelve? Go go nuts, Jared! <laughs> oh, you wanna you wanna just oh have a, a, a Boston accent in old timey times? Go ahead, Ben. Have have fun, pal. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that he did two movies in the same year that were on the opposite ends of the of the fucking accent spectrum. Really, don't give a shit. My, my man's eighty. Okay, he don't my man's eighty four. Actually, your mouth. Uh, he don't and he's good because he made a whole lot of uh, cool imagery. But there's just a built like even when you when you 
put it through the frame of like a, a feckless, uh, uh, greed-driven corporation or, or, or whatever they're driven by. There's about a billion reasons why this wouldn't be done any way that this happens, regardless of who's running the operation. It's hard for me to just buy in that like we're, we're you know, going to, you know, any other space exploration. We're, 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 you know, we gotta, we, we gotta, we gotta get up there. We gotta go around it. You know, we gotta send some, some little buddies up there, some little mechanical buddies, <laughs> make sure it's all good. You know, we don't just find it and then go, all right, let's, let's hop in that motherfucker today. <laughs> yeah. It's Christmas, Captain. And I want to open my presents. Yeah. A line for no. the movie. No. Naughty. You get cold is what you get. <laughs> oh, man. I love, um, yeah, they find like the big sweaty urns as I as I just wrote down. And yeah, with the, the, in the big head never room. showed up. Yeah, I just love that. Like, there's a rock storm c- coming, and then um, they're like, "Yeah, that that looks worrisome." And Vickers is like, "By the way, I'm shutting the doors uh, in 15 minutes, so uh, <laughs> good luck, everybody." Anyway, as shitty as uh, she is, um, she makes a lot of smart decisions. These are, these yeah, are, yeah, I think it's it's interesting that she does a lot of stuff that uh, Ripley does in the first Alien, but it's portrayed as her being the villain as opposed to the hero, which is interesting. It's, yeah, it's 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 very crazy. And then you like wrap in all the dad issues stuff in there, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Anyway, and then uh, like Shaw's character is like she's much more. Um, interested in like putting her life in danger to like figure out what's going on as opposed to Ripley who's like I don't really care to know like what these aliens are about I just want to live so it's a mm-hmm. different it's a different kind of protagonist which is interesting so it's interesting to see that reversal I guess yeah anyone catch the Steven Stills reference in this movie yeah I thought that was weird a little yeah. weird that's all <laughs> Yeah, also, said. was there? Did I miss? Did did Idris Elba and Charlize Theron have a sex scene, or is it just like happen off screen? It happens off screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably a deleted the only, scene. The only sex that matters is the sex between uh, the uh, sex uh, that uh, results uh, in conception. That's the only kind that matters. <laughs> that's the only sex that matters. Thank you Hayden, for finishing my sentence. Somebody else was raised Catholic here. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I think quick. of this. Did oh. the so did the the did the worms get xenomorphed? Is that what happened? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Is that is that where those little <gasps> snaky? Oh, came from? that's really good. I think that is what's supposed to happen. That like they, they got the hell do, because how the hell like, did that happen? Because the what? worms get into the black goo, the goop, and the goop. And the goop Put turns the alien them, yeah, puts them into, into the worm bomb, DNA. Yeah, bomb shards. Oh my god, you're so right. That's what they were telling. That was the visual storytelling. And Nick is like that. The... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just picturing like scientists like, there's a lot of goop in there, guys. What's up with all this goop? We got goop well, the on the black, floor. We got goop and worms. The black goop that Squidward drinks at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we all know about the goop. <laughs> I just love how it's like it's like steroid goop. It just makes the the worms like giant, you know, vagina <sighs> snakes. Vagina snakes. <laughs> <laughs> vagina snakes. Anyway. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, that was originally uh, the the planned sequel for Anaconda. Uh, I don't know if you uh, knew that. <laughs> Vaginum snakes? Yeah, yeah. 
And it just ended up getting turned into that movie Teeth. Remember that movie Teeth? Yeah, I used to play it before Comedy Bang Bang every time I watched it on IMC. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, at this point I wrote down, this movie's got a pretty good pace. Because it fucking does. This movie cooks. It just goes it does, for it. Yeah. Uh, I can't say the same because I kept getting interrupted with work while I was watching this movie. Um, but I did write down at this point, and it and the alternate timeline thing makes this uh, uh, yet again more interesting, but also more frustrating because uh, it just again makes it seem like a like a, a cop out storytelling wise after the fact. Because if it was indeed an alternate universe, just just market it that way, I guess. Because this makes Wayland doing what they eventually end up doing in Alien and Aliens and whatever look like such a very stupid company because uh, th- th- to make them think that it would if they have the info like it does make sense that they know that there's something out there to get i get that i'm following you on there you know on that but like that would also imply that you knew what happened with this and sending a just like a a, a shipping freighter out there you know, to go and bring this thing back, regardless of who dies or whatever in it, still seems like a like a like a poor, poor plan. Yeah, because if if this took place in the same timeline as Alien and Aliens, like Wayland's like, oh yeah, we know a hundred years ago we spent trillions of dollars, <laughs> a to trillion send, dollars, to send an old, a very old dying man into space to meet his maker. And then that failed miserably because some robot spoke German weird and they got his head ripped off. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you uh, are you referring to and I'm dropping a picture in the chat uh, right now, or at least I'm fucking trying to. Oh, there we go. Uh, Shared a file in the meeting. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Are you? Oh, I did it twice. Are you referring to uh, Guy Pierce in old age makeup? That was a uh, shot of mullet. <laughs> For a sketch we did in college. Oh, God. Look to open. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> this picture of mullet. Oh, my God. It's so bad. I can feel his hair. Like, I know what his hair feels like. Just that heavy, like, gray spray, like, hairspray yeah. feel. I don't know anyway. if you want to uh, include that either on the uh, Instagram or the uh, uh, the show notes or anything, but I... I if anyone would like to know what we're talking about, you can also just look up on YouTube. Um, Tragic American Portrait, Lou Connors. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's a two-part sketch we did in college. It can't be good anymore. I can't oh, I'm sure it's it not. But, uh, <laughs> Why? Why? Because <clears throat> you didn't have young guy Pierce in this. Why'd you ha- Why? Yeah, they, they should have, have just hired an makeup? old actor. I got two words for you. Deleted scenes. Oh, did they have a young version of him? And there was also it was also in the marketing. There was a lot of uh, there. This movie was heavily marketed, like viral marketing. There was a lot of Waylon like yeah uh, commercials stuff. sent out, like yeah. and it was Guy Pierce as a young Waylon talking about introducing David, and like he shows off this new oh yeah. And there's yeah. there's like a there's a scene in which he a young like it's like the first iteration of David that he's created, and it's a young Guy Pierce meeting David and like talking mm. to David, and then. That his, just shows how long it took them to develop this android. His makeup is very reminiscent of uh, Winona Ryder old age makeup in Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I know 
no yeah no that that's that's the reference that's the one that's the yeah one. that's yeah that's all you can just that's the best comparison i've heard uh sometimes you can still see me dancing in it <laughs> pick, pick me up yeah i was gonna say like sally fields and forrest gumps oh yeah that's good I think hers See, is Forrest slightly. Gumps, I think hers is sequel to Forrest. Gump? I think hers is There's slightly better. There's multiple Forrest Gumps. Yeah, it's him and his kid. <laughs> <laughs> the what sequel to sequel Forrest Gump, the Gumps. The Forrest Gumps. Gumps. Meet the Gumps. God. No, it's what happens is James Cameron is like, listen. He walks into a meeting. He's talking to Robert Zemeckis. He's like, get out of the way. You're not doing this right. He he writes Forrest Gump on the chalkboard. Adds an S. Puts a line through the S. <laughs> Tell I me want, that movie would not make billions. I want I want Meet the Gumps, where it's Forrest Gump having to also be questioned uh, by uh, the future father-in-law, played by Robert De Niro. Oh, no, I was thinking that it was going to be Forrest Gump goes, I got nipples too, Greg. You want to milk me? <laughs> I might not be a smart man, but I know what nipples do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> nipples do as nipples does. <laughs> All right, time to open up IMDb and go to the Forrest Gump quote to just replace random words with nipples. Uh, <laughs> Gary Sinise is Captain Lieutenant Dan. He's doing, he's uh, Owen Wilson's character. But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no nipples. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fried nipples, boiled nipples. All right, we're done. Uh, where are we at right now? There, oh, yeah. Fifield and Milburn stuck in a pyramid. That's, I think that's what's next to my thing. Yeah. Oh man! Then they—I st- I love how they stick a probe. They, they so they find an engineer head, mm-hmm. bring it back to the station, to the to the Prometheus, oh, yeah. and then like plug it into an amplifier, and like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna trick the nervous system and like put it up on thirty amps, and they're like running hate, some like I hate that they made the head a helmet. I wanted them to just look like elephants. I just yes. To- <laughs> I just wish yes. the space jockey just looked like that and it wasn't yeah. a helmet. Because it's so boring for them to just look like a big pale human. Mm-hmm. Yes. So dumb. A big gray human. It's just yeah. gray aliens is all that it yeah. is. With a you know, with a with a with a nose. That effect though looks cool where they they stick the probe in its head and make his blood yes. start going. Yeah, and he's like, oh, like he's gonna do his head all crazy. <laughs> yeah. over I see. The thing is, if they wanted to tether this, you're already making fucking Steven St- references to Crosby, Stills, and Nash. So you might as well say, "Hey, you guys ever seen that movie Scanners?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, where was where was the film? Why, why couldn't we make Science Bro also a film bro? And his <laughs> getting getting drunk in the back talking about, "Oh, this is gonna be like Scanners." <laughs> <laughs> his character. Why can't his, you have like the scream version of other genres? Yeah. You know? Like, where's the alien movie where everyone where just references that's familiar with all the old alien movies? <laughs> oh man, they could they could have done that with this. <laughs> Absolutely, they still can. Who's to say that they can? They'll probably do it. You know what? They'll do it. They'll they'll get to it with a predator. I'll guarantee a predator does it first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure predator would do it first. 
Hell, fucking, yeah, Predator has done the first with, uh, fucking, this Gary Beast's character in fucking Predator 2 just seems like it. <laughs> I, it just makes me laugh. His line, they're like, Danny Glover's very confused as to what the what this government agency is tracking, and then Gary Busey just spells it out for him. A fucking alien. <laughs> and he just, anyway, shit's funny. I want that shirt on a shirt in the Predator font. A fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, that wasn't in the, you know what, never mind. We're good. Let's go. It still works. It's in context. Half of his dialogue has been improvised. <laughs> this Gary Busey just showed up on set. And he's like, I got this crazy idea. It just goes off. <laughs> what if we fill the room with, uh, what if we make the room cold? And that'll hide the heat vision. <laughs> like, Gary, did you know that the Predator already has heat vision? I had no clue. I came up with this last night while riding my motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, so the head explodes, and then David, mortal after all. David, most of the quotes in this that I have written down are David quotes. David got some great quotes in this oh, movie. It feels like David was given all the good lines, but also, like... Why was he so fucking taunting about everything? Like, he taunted everybody in... <laughs> like, not just, like, he was, like, sassy or, you know, he he was sarcastic or anything. He was actively taunting everyone he was around, which is odd programming at the very least. Like, I'm sure that that also gets lost into the why does he grow hair, but... Let's just throw it onto the onto the pile at that point. Yeah, um, there's some there's some quotes later on that I definitely like. Back half of this movie is just my notes are just wall to wall David quotes. Yeah. So they what what's it called? Oh yeah. So David like in he he opens up one of the urns like brings to it get back the black and, like, goo and he mm-hmm. pu- pulls it out. It's like these vials and he cracks it open and has like the like the thing on his. Which I don't know if you noticed uh, on his fingerprint, there's a Wayland Yutani logo. Yes, I oh, saw I didn't that. see no. that. That's a nice. I thought that was a very cool or cool. Wayland logo. Excuse me. Yes, very cool yeah. little detail. That was super cool. I, I when I, I I I popped a little when I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that and cool. <clears throat> I was gonna say yeah, but like he's he's giving Science Bro Holloway his like champagne or whatever, and he's like holding it weird, and to me. Like- <laughs> Me, even as a drunk dude, I've been like, why the fuck are you holding your finger like that, dog? <laughs> yeah, anyway. He's like, it must be a robot thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I got no, my finger I, out. It's like, is that a black dot on the end of your yeah. finger, huh? <laughs> David, go wash your hands. I was in my 20s once. I've been to a club. I've seen how people get drugged. Get that out of here. No. <laughs> Pour me a new one. Uh, yeah, but he like, said, yeah, he opens the vial. Like, he he looks at it yeah and he says big things have small beginnings yep <sighs> and then he puts yeah puts it in the bro's drink and then bro goes off right yeah and he makes sex yeah. and then <laughs> he makes, sex. makes the sex not before the movie is like you have to know that um actually Shaw is barren and she'll never be a mother yes I hate that that, that fucking <laughs> did not move the plot forward yeah. at all it it, it well, okay. You're right. No, you're right. It doesn't <laughs> because when she finds out she's pregnant, she finds out she's fucking three months pregnant, which is also impossible. Yeah. So fucking. I don't right. think it, it adds enough to the story, like because it doesn't it, seem like she wanted to be a mother until like that moment, and it's like 
I don't well, know. is that it the reason seem, why it she, just seems unnecessary? Maybe it it's the reason like, why she wants to know like creation and everything. Well, that's what I was saying. Maybe that's the reason why she wants to meet her creators or whatever is because she cannot create. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's Maybe. honestly. But it's I didn't think just, it was incorporated it fe- enough in the script for the, it to make sense for them to mention it, it. Feels like it's trying to say things about like motherhood and that you know capital C concept that the movie is just way too ill-equipped to say one and two it's doing the same thing that alien cubed did in that it's trying to say way too fucking much and ends up saying absolutely nothing mm, yeah except that we do love a flamethrower oh, okay. right so yeah and it's yeah. also like a script written by two men like I just don't need it yeah yeah like it's enough for her to be like I can't be pregnant like we just had sex Stick to the daddy issues that you're that you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's way too many daddy issues in this movie. Way too many, yeah, issues of that ilk. <laughs> oh yeah, the I was gonna say, yeah, the and my next in my notes is yeah, we'll be referenced with the um the vagina snakes. <laughs> and then yeah, he uh Milburn gets a compound fracture, which I love seeing those in a movie, man. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I remember. I'll never forget second grade. I learned what a compound fracture was that night. I watched Dante's Peak and fucking <laughs> Pierce Brosnan gets a goddamn compound fracture in that movie, and I was like, hell yeah! I actually learned something in school for once. <laughs> I looked. We watched that movie. I looked at my mom. I said, "That's a compound fracture." She says, "What?" I go, "Yeah, we learned about that in school today." She's like, "What you learned in the school?" I'm like, "We're fucking apparently we we're being prepared for some shit in Dante's what you, Peak." What you learned in the school? <laughs> <laughs> We're watching Pierce Brosnan movies, Mom. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, uh, teacher got a bootleg of this. Yeah, I know this came out a blockbuster today, but she already had the VHS. She said we're gonna make it a blockbuster day. Anyway. Wait, did you say Dante's Peak? Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Vol- no, 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 Pierce Volcano's Brosnan. Volcano was Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, you're right. Okay. <laughs> As uh, played by uh, Josh Brolin. I can't wait to see that prequel. Actually, Josh Brolin's probably as old as Tommy Lee Jones. Now he's probably as old as Tommy Lee Jones was when that movie came out. (laughs) Which um, I feel like we should get a, you know, because that was was definitely a competing plotline movie. Because, like, of course, you had Deep Impact and Armageddon. Mm -hmm. And then you had Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. And then there was... Mm -hmm. This movie. Well, oh, uh, there's a fourth example. Like I don't know. I can't uh, remember. Turner and Hooch and Canine. That's another one. But yeah, competing. Uh, you know, similar plots to see who like like oh so and so is making a such and such movie. Like well, fuck, we got to get ours out first. Uh, uh, Olympus has fallen and probably the um, ben, the Ben Hur remake. Oh, God, no, 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 no. White House no, down. No. White House down. That was the one I was thinking of. Yes. I, for some reason, I was still thinking of Exodus, Gods and Kings. I will always default to uh, anytime I can uh, b- just bring up the movie canine because that's one of my that is like that's some chicken soup for me right there is <laughs> just Jim Belushi and a dog does the dog live in that movie I'm not gonna fucking spoil that for you but they were <laughs> like two or three or several sequels that were straight to DVD all right because spoiler alert hooch dies in Turner and hooch yeah but yeah he, because but- Hooch, Hooch, they, they didn't lock Hooch up for them sequels. Well, yeah. They got Jerry Lee. Well, they got Jerry Lee, boy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> did, did that Marvel deal got him to sign several sequels? 
Um, let's see. Science bros, compound fracture. Oh, yeah, cut it off. And then Fife, yeah, he's like yelling to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Fifefield cuts it off. And then the spray the goes into his. Yep. And then later on, comes back, comes back later because you think he's dead. It's like, oh, it's acid blood. He's he's mm-hmm. he's done for. No, no, no. Nope. No, no, no. It just turns him into the toxic Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> Who apparently can is very good with yoga, like can fold himself in very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> various positions. But yeah, the alien like goes down uh, Milburn's throat, and that is that brought back at all? I don't think so. Like it's just he just and- dies and. It jumps out of his throat when they find him later. Oh. But, that, but that's it. I must have went to the bathroom doing that part. Yeah. I don't remember that. The other woman, um, the medic woman, she like The medic slash mercenary? Yeah. He jumps out at her when they find okay. him. God, how Let's did see. that pit, like, that fucking pitch for a like a, a late 80s NBC show like never make it past the MacGyver stage a medic and slash mercenary <laughs> by day she's a medic by night she takes off a horrible wig and is a mercenary that's the show that's the concept it's like I Viper hate, remember I, I hate like night. eye stuff hold on, hold on. night mark fuck no hold on night mark night mark <laughs> <laughs> I God, to live in a world where Nightmark and Night Court were on, on the same on the same airwaves. That makes you think of, of course, I don't know if y'all remember watching the television show Viper. It was about a uh, Dodge Viper that went from being a normal Dodge Viper to a slightly cooler Dodge Viper. <laughs> oh my God, dude, you just unlocked a part of my brain that's been locked up since <laughs> fucking, I don't know, whatever, 1998 or whatever the fuck that was. Oh, I've man. never heard, I've never you, heard of holy that. Holy shit. That Viper. was like... That was, was, was prime, like fucking, you know, uh, Tonka truck little boy shit. Like, oh, you like RC cars? Here's this fucking show, you you dumb little predictable son of a bitch. Yeah, that it, that <laughs> that was an NBC show, Viper. <laughs> Damn, that was. Cool. Do we have time for me to read the synopsis of Viper? Sure. Yes, only if you leave out all the parts that it rips off from Knight Rider. Viper is an American action-adventure television series about a special United States task force set up by the federal government to fight crime in the fictional city of Metro City, California, (laughs) that is perpetually under siege from one crime wave after another. The weapon used by this task force is an urban assault vehicle that masquerades as a Viper RT-10 Roadster and Coupe. Later, the Viper GTS. This series takes place quote, in the near future, end quote. The primary <laughs> brand of vehicle which driven to the show are Chrysler or subsidiary companies. The series ran on NBC for one season in 1994. Gee, wonder why. Before being revived two years later for three more seasons of first-run syndication. Oh, man. That, that what you just read, sounded more like a 2022 Fox News report. <laughs> It's just in the city of Metro Chicago. The city bringing in- is so bad; it has its own task force. Uh, that was like, you know what? That's actually more of a ripoff of is Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. Is that really Hold up. Minus Listen. the the boat, you know, using branded boats. 
Yeah, Thunder of Paradise was very bad. Sorry, I'm going to use a, a little uh, setup over here. Because I'm going to play for everybody the Viper theme. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry uh, to go up on this tangent for you, Peyton. No, it's okay. Really do. All right. I think we're I think we're good to go. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> what what they what they did teach you? What they teach you today? The day after tomorrow. A time when criminals rule the city. The only weapon that can stop them needs a driver. <laughs> a man without a memory can be supplied with one. <laughs> cosmetic fine tuning, he'll be our driver. Let's initiate changeover. Three, two, and so the car, Robocop, activate. The car, the car is changing as well. Wheels is about to. This sounds like a parody of a show. Now, against a corrupt system, a lone fight for justice. Viper is taking back the streets. So Viper. It was like it was a red car that transformed into a white car. That's all it was. It just changed colors and like it had like quote armor on it. Anyway, thank you for going down that trip, little trip down memory lane with me to talk about Viper. Ah oh, man, what movie were we talking about? That was no trip. That was a violent shove for me. <laughs> when are we gonna do our uh, do a show about Thunder in Paradise? There was 48, 40, yeah, 78 episodes of Viper. Anyway. That's ludicrous. That's, that's way What's too that? many. Three, four seasons? It was four seasons. Four seasons. They didn't make it a hundred, so they couldn't get them couldn't get them syndication royalty checks. Well, that was what the I mean, you read it at the end of the at the end of the description. That that's like it was in that like Baywatch syndication. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the crew goes back to... This is the halfway mark of the movie. So Science Bros got some weird shit in his eye, and then they decide to go find Fifield and Milburn, and then I David goes to search... I hate when movies do stuff with eyes. I hate it. That's the worst. Eyes are like... Um, what's, what's the most recent thing that's been bugging me a lot? Not bugs. Eyes and like needles weirdly oh, have yeah. been strange yeah. lately. So Halloween 2, when he puts that needle in the eye, that's, oh, even, right. that's bad. Eyes and I hate like when they do like ha- like the hangnail that she has in um Black Swan that bothers me too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. So yeah, and the David goes in search of this probe that keeps picking up a life form every oh, now and right, then, right. and so he has to go find that. And then yeah, then during his search, David finds more urns, and he finds this chamber where there's engineers that they're calling them in. They're on little sleeping beds. <laughs> and that's where we're at in the movie. And it's at the same time, Science Bro has a seizure. And the chamber and then, looks very familiar. Yep. And it's the space <laughs> jockey shit from Alien. And then I just love how in the chamber, David just sits down in the chairs and there's a bunch of squishy buttons. And <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why did the button? <laughs> and it, it functions like a kid's toy. Like the buttons yeah. like light up to show you which buttons you're supposed to press. He's like, oh, this one, this one, this one. <laughs> that That's why the engineer ripped off Waylon's head. He was cranky. <laughs> yeah. he, he just wanted to play Simon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boop, beep, boop. <laughs> 
He's like, I just woke up from my nap. I'm real cranky. Somebody's head's getting ripped off. I just love that he has to play the flute. Like, why? What's up with the flute technology? Science fiction and fantasy love like an ancient flute awakening something. It's like, how do you holler? How do you turn on some? How do you turn on a hologram? Oh, I don't know. Fuck, just write a flute in there for some reason. Just, just that part fucking got me, dude. I was, I was just like, why the fuck? My, my guy, my dude in here playing a flute. Oh, so stupid. Uh, oh yeah, then they bring Science Bro back to the Prometheus. They're like, we gotta get him on the ship. And Vicar's like, fuck you are. And she's got a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> which, if Ripley had done that in Alien, we would not have had any sequels. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm Amen. cheering for Vickers at this point. Absolutely. <clears throat> she's like, I didn't come here to get killed. I just came here to fulfill some weird little dream my dad had. <laughs> Anyway, and this is, uh, after that happens, like, Shaw wakes up on the, like, scanner table, mm-hmm. and then they scan her, and then, that yeah, that's what David says, my, my, you're pregnant. Creepy dude. Yeah. And then three and months, yeah. he doesn't want to show her what it looks like, because mm-hmm. it's an alien. It's not exactly a traditional fetus, is what he yeah. says. <laughs> real, uh, real Rosemary's Baby vibes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird because I don't the like that's not. I don't think the movie doesn't ever say that's like what David's mission is. Like the mission is for the old guy to meet the makers, right? So, like, yeah, but. David has. It's just David and, interested in knowing what the aliens do, like Ash, I guess. Or, well, here's in the, the next movie it expands on that more. Is right, that David? Right. David's he's like, like kind of different. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little he's a little curious he's, guy. Yeah, he's different. He's spe- he's he's a different type of android. <laughs> he's like I'm a I'm a David. I'm yeah. a you know yeah. I'm full of sunscreen. I'm different. <laughs> that's what I think. David's full of his sunscreen. Sunscreen, yeah. yeah. That's how he's got. That's that. what That's came what before that. the cum model is the sunscreen <laughs> model. It's obviously that they malfunction because of the liquid we're putting into them. We finally figured out with the bishop model. We put milk and yogurt in him. Did we say that uh, Call had oat milk in her? Is that what we said? It was oat milk. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I would hope. I was hoping we would go an episode without reference to the combots, but we did. <laughs> we fucking did it. <laughs> all combots, all the time. <laughs> Put that on the shirt. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, so the plan for David. Yeah, he's like, oh, and he says, like, must feel like your gods abandoned you. Uh, see what I mean? Like taunting. Yeah. Just like fuck. David has no chill. No. I think I think that David has like a dislike for humans, basically, which is mm-hmm. why he's like mean or like sassy it, to all of them, because he's like in servitude because he's a robot, but he doesn't like humans. Is what he, the feeling he resents that I get. Them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's very weird if you think about the fact that his favorite movie is Lawrence of Arabia, because like fucking 
T. Lawrence goes across the goddamn desert, like, risk his life to save a man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for have a robot, an android, to, like, idolize this character in this movie and then turn around and, like, oh, well, fuck all these people. Like, right. I'm, I'm doing all the, I'm going to do all this creepy weird shit to them. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. It's like, what the fuck is that your favorite movie? Like, <laughs> do you just like the way the dude looks? <laughs> Maybe that's why I like Heat so much. I just really want to be Robert De Niro from that movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> then again, I you know if I see the Heat around the corner, I'm gonna I can walk away from anything in ten seconds or flat. Well, that also explains the book of medals that you were carrying around when we were in L.A. Yeah, yeah, you know, I had to go to that bookstore. Uh, went to went to the bookstore, bought a book about metals. Whenever y'all asked me what kind of book it was, and I kept going book about metals, and I wouldn't yeah. explain any further. <laughs> Yeah, even Regina was like, "What's the book? Why are you so interested in my? You were you snapped at her, so why are you so interested in my life, lady?" And then and then and then she apologized, and then the, and then the camera jumped the one eighty line, and then I changed at the same time and said, "Sorry, I'm Nick. Nice to meet you." She's like, "Yeah, we've been dating for months." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that has been this episode's heat reference. We should put that's, like a little. That's been our heat check. <laughs> Checking the heat. Anyway. So fucking dumb. Uh, I don't have a Twitter anymore, so I can't do a heat tweet anymore. I'm so mad. That's the only reason I should have kept my Twitter, so I can do a heat tweet every day. Heat tweet. Where are we doing? We're talking Prometheus. Oh, yeah. So David sedates Shaw and plans to put her in Cairo sleep to fucking ship her back to Earth and just... All this yeah, stuff. Uh, David's up to like a lot more than I think is in his like programming you know mm-hmm. like who who exactly would he be shipping it back to this and that this and that i think the whaling corporation knows has a has an inkling at least you know maybe david but, was like kind of like a slugworth was coming with the everlasting gobstopper um mm. maybe it was yutani going like listen we know about some weird alien technology mm. and the whole thing was kind of like it was whalen was going to give david the company yeah. Well, there was that there was that uh, <laughs> scene test. that I know was was deleted, uh, where old ass guy Pierce gets out of his uh, out of his wheelchair and he has those little robo legs on and he's walking and he's walking and then he falls he does a somersault and he jumps back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone and of claps. course the. Yeah, and of course there was a scene where they um, were like, we had to get to the cockpit through this weird river, and then they, so <laughs> they went through the river. Waylon was just doing this crazy speech and was just scaring the shit out of everybody. And there was like images of like chickens being their heads chopped <laughs> off and yeah, all this other stuff. Well, and, and before that, when they were at that river, it was the River of Goop. It was yeah. the River of Goop, and then that kid Augustus Goop fell in. <laughs> what a great big nincompoop! I'm sorry for referencing the Tim Burton one, everybody. Well, you know, we, we got to give Deep Roy some love, huh? <laughs> that that song is the only good part of that movie. Augustus yeah. Gloop, Augustus Gloop, you're a great big nincompoop. Oh, it's anyway. well. That's from that. You can thank Roald Dahl for that. He's the one that wrote all the yeah. songs for the book. Really, that Tim Burton? Yeah, that those, Tim Burton those one songs was much came from the book. To the, yeah, to the book. Yeah, Roald yeah. Dahl, you've 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 done me a service. You've written these great songs, and you also wrote a weird James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> is this the part where um? Uh, the other uh, scientist guy comes back and he's all fucked up. Yeah, he's all he's he, yeah. he, he did some yoga. Yeah, his his feet are where his 
his feet are where his uh, He's like a little transformer. He's like... <laughs> roll out. Ton the genomorphs roll well, out. You know what? You know what happened was genomorphs roll out. It was because he was smoking. He was smoking that space weed. That's what it was. It was that marijuana that done him in. This movie's anti weed. That's what we've discovered. Pro God, anti weed. Yeah. This is a Christian movie. Uh, yeah, Christmas well, there's movie. definitely. It is a Christmas movie. Um, so Shaw like wakes Everybody's up again forgo- or whatever. Everybody's forgot about the spirit of Christmas. We need to remind them about God. I'm Southern Idris Elba. I I I almost was like, so that's your Ridley Scott, huh? <laughs> I used to do, I used to could do a Luther impression. It was it was like me. It was just Lufa. It was just that's that's basically what it was. Lufa, Lufa. Yeah. Hey Nick, Lufa. what do you use to scrub yourself with in the shower? Lufa. Uh, Lufa. <laughs> hey, what is your favorite show that came on BBC? Lufa. Lufa. <laughs> I never did finish Lufa. I finished the first series, but never got. Lufa. Pe- not, they, I think they. T- Let's see if Lufa's on anything. Lufa. It was such a fucking good show. And they brought it back. He played Lufa some more. <laughs> Lufa again. But that, that was his last name was some more. Lufa some more. Hi, I'm Lufa some more. Oh, it's on Hulu. Hey, Guess he was go. watching Lufa later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about um, Lufa. Idris Elba's Luther just looks so fucking cool. He's got the pea coat and the fucking. Anyway, um, everybody looks so goddamn young in this movie. Yeah. Like, speaking of Idris Elba. <gasps> you know who else is in this? Is Wa- Wong from... Benedict Wong, yeah. Yeah. Wongers! Yeah, Wong. And he he looks fucking young. Yeah. Yes. He's, like, really thin, too. It's crazy. Yeah. He does, does he even have any lines? Like, he has yeah, he might lines. Last, like, a couple. There's, there's well, something about that, a bet. They have an ongoing bet about why they're there. Oh, and, right, um, right. That's right. I do remember that now. And he also has a line later in the movie that I'll bring up. That it's a very funny, very funny line that that Benedict Wong says. But yeah, that, that was another name that I wrote in all caps was Benedict Wong. When I first saw this movie, I did not know him. I did not know Idris Elba yeah. from anything. Yeah, there's like Idris Elba. I just knew he. I knew him from Lufa. I knew. I knew Lufa? he was from The Wire. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I had not seen The Wire. Yeah, The Wire definitely. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, yeah, Logan Marshall Green, who um, he's really good in. There's he the was Invi- in a he was in an Android movie just recently. He was in the movie. He's in the movie Upgrade, which is like yeah. the the good Venom. Like that movie and Venom had the same plot, and Upgrade is the far better version of that double of that feature plot. with uh, I, two guys that look the same. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, he also play, he also of course played Shocker, like the first Shocker in Spider Man Homecoming. He's oh, only been yeah. in thirty nine movies, but he's very he's very good. It's just his character in this movie is just strange because he's yeah. like he goes from like being this big time science dude, then all of a sudden he's like, "But what are you gonna do? I'm gonna get drunk all the time." And right. like, it's just weird. Yeah, to me. What else is he in? But the invitation, I highly recommend that movie. Go in that movie cold. Oh yeah, Just I know, heard that was good. Yeah, it's very good. It's got him. Um, Toby Huss has a out of nowhere cameo. That's the only spoiler I'll say. That's how I pitched it to Rip. Toby Huss. That's is all in it I briefly. need. <laughs> That's if my Huss of the month. 
If you uh, if you listen to this sh- listen to this show from the beginning, you know how much we all love Toby Huss. Yes, that's uh, right. Fucking fucking hog jaws. He's got anyway. What, what was it? Oh yeah, sort of, sort, sort of, of trust, di- sort of. Trust. I told you I watched that, right? Yeah, fucking great. It's so good. Like I just love how he rolls up and he's like, "This is my car." And it's an El Camino, and he's like, "Well, we got there's four of us." He goes. All right, I'll be back. And he comes back with a big ass truck, and they're like, "You couldn't have another th- like a big ass like moving van." He's like, he "Didn't have." It. He's like, "I got two things. I got the El Camino and this." Oh, it's so good. Artie, <laughs> that's such a fucking great movie. Um, all right, yeah, Alien Five Field Attacks, but this is intercut with the um the cesarean, yeah, the scene. cesarean scene, yeah. uh huh. Oh my god! With a little, Wait. with a little uh, foreshadowing of uh, of mm-hmm. um, an, an important male character being on board, because that medical machine is actually made for male patients, even yeah, though was, it belongs was, to Vickers. Yeah, that was a weird moment in the theater. But I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like she made um, like a big deal about this like med pod. There was only twelve made. It was like, come on, yeah. that's for me. Yeah, and it was like this is calibrated for male. And then Shaw's like, what? <laughs> Could you imagine getting that weird that bit of weird plot? But I need an abortion now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's for males. I need an abortion. J G Wentworth. <laughs> it's my abortion, and no, I, I want, want it now. now. <laughs> <laughs> so eight seven seven borscht now. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh. We're we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> Wait, but, no, no, because it's that's not what happened in this movie. It was a, a, a C-section, and that's I gotta right. say this right now: that was maybe some of the best stomach acting I have ever seen in a movie. Yeah, I that was crazy. I, but the thing I loved about the the C-section scene, as we're gonna call it, uh, <laughs> is it just that's what it, they call it, it in the making of the movie. Oh, okay. All right, Ridley. But, uh, it, <laughs> I mean, technically it is since it's like alive. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Some, some right wing, like Christian person who listens is probably like, well, that's when they lost me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were yeah, talking about the squid baby birth in the Prometheus episode of the podcast. Obviously, lots of right wingers listen okay. to this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, if you made it this far. <laughs> Uh, kudos to your tolerance. Yeah. Um, now I'm uh, a tolerant Christian man, but once they start talking about yeah. bringing squid fetuses out of stuff and calling it a cesarean, we all know. Anyway, we all have a lot. Okay, if we haven't lost anybody by now, then maybe this request will. Nick, uh, you're 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 very proficient. Uh, with your your uh, your editing skills, so if you ever so uh, d- indeed find yourself with the free time and uh, the the desire to do so, if you could please intercut this scene with a scene from Toy Story and the Claw. Uh, <gasps> the Claw. Wow. The you know claw. how I love to combine clips from movies we cover with Disney movies. So please, 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 because that that'd be the worst Claw machine ever. <laughs> Um, it did save her life. It did save her and life. And it was an though. alien that it took out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too fucking funny. That um I forgot we're all oh yeah. Speaking of speaking of this shit, I was looking at our uh our reviews. Oh real got- quick, real quick, real quick. Sorry. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> and technically, 
the 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 Toy Story aliens and the alien aliens, they're technically studio cousins. It's true. Yeah, because Disney you know, owns 20th Century Fox now. You know, what's funny about that thing, though, is that uh, they still have to reach across the aisle to each respective studio to, like, use stuff. I love that. I I like that a lot, because um, that's just a smart way to do that. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, like, you know, say you're WWE. I love when studios have shared custody. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, at least they and just they- didn't all consolidate it under one roof. Right, right, um, yeah. Because it was but- like... I forget who it was. Like, I might have been a Marvel movie or somebody, but they were like talking about it's like, oh, you use something from this movie. And they were like, actually, we had to call up Fox. And I know oh. we're all owned by the same company, but we had to call them up and be like, hey, can we use this? And like, lawyers were involved in everything. Huh. But uh, as I was going with this, um, I was looking at our reviews for the podcast and I, I referenced it's a rip, but we have a bunch of um, five star ratings, but one person <laughs> left a one star rating. And didn't fucking tell us why. So if you're going to rate us one star, fucking tell us why. And if you're listening to this, tell us why you hate us. Yeah, I want to know why I'm hated. Well, even then, like, hey, maybe, maybe there's something actually constructive within that, you know, criticism, and there's something we can take. You know, we're like, let us. Think of it as as a comment card. You know, let us know how we could do better. Yeah. You know, unless we disagree with you, we just say, fuck off, don't listen. This The person comes back and is just like, I gave y'all one star because y'all refused to talk about alien cesareans, but now you've done it. Five stars. <laughs> anyway, uh, where are we at now? But yeah, that whole, that I'm like, the movie was, uh, I love the cesarean. I'm still talking about it. Um, it's a very. Cool, it was. Great. I think it's a done. It's a well done scene. I think it's a. It, cra- it's a crazy sequence. That's, it's that's fucking nuts. Well I'm. I'm tense the whole fucking time. It takes what we know from the chestburster stuff, mm. and like you know, twists our perception of what we're gonna see, and then uh, fucking love it. It's like uh, anyway. I feel like the movie was built around this sequence. This is this is the Spencers that. that is in the mall that is this movie. Every mall, I believe, is built around a Spencers. This is the Spencers gifts of this movie. You come for the Spencers. It's the only reason you That's go a to the very mall. strong opinion. It's the only reason I go to the mall. I got I got to get I got to get my black light poster of Jimi Hendrix. I got to. Where else can you get that and some edible underwear in the same place, huh? Look, I need some lewd cars to send my friends, okay? <laughs> I need a car that looks like, if you look at it, you're like, what is this? It looks like boobs open up. It's actually a butt. All right? I need that kind of stuff. I need it's that kind of butt. humor in my life. <laughs> and, if I, and if I don't have to get in my car and drive to get my Juggalo shirt, my ICP shirt as well, then you know what? It just happens to be in the same place. Then, 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 then whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Anyway, this week's sponsor is Spencer's Get Name. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Where are we at? I'm trying to get through because we're, pro- we're, cre- we're creeping up in an hour and a half. Yeah. It takes uh, that squid thing out of her body and then uh-huh. she slips out of the thing. Oh, yeah. I love the the revelation that Fifield is still alive because his cam pops up. I just love that Janet, this whole movie, is like, yeah, there's something that's on the screen. 
Like that's half of Idris yeah. Elba's performance. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some shit on the screen. Which I would love that. Like, same with like Danny McBride in the next movie. That I want to be the Southern pilot in an Alien movie, just so I can be like, yeah, there's some shit up on the screen right now. It looks kind of weird. That reminds me of uh, our fr- our good friend Zoe. I forget if she was like on a story or something, but she posted something on. Or maybe she just said this to me in real life, but she said, if I was in a movie, I just know I'd be that character that's like, oh, it's Princess Annabelle, and she's visiting from this. <laughs> it's like just the random crowd person who gives you like the exposition. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, so... Waylon... This is when we find out that Wayland is still alive, right? Yeah, he's got them nasty old man feet. I wrote that down. <laughs> God, them feet are nasty. He's got the, yeah, he's nobody got the toe trimmed on top his nail. The- nobody trimmed his nail toenails. My, my man's got the my man's got the second toe over the big toe. That's 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 some old man feet status yeah. right there. That's when you know a foot's old when the when the second toe's over the big toe. <laughs> I yeah, you know, I gotta say, I really checked out at this part. Because I'm really not in the mood for another ultra rich, space obsessed motherfucker, um, like just fucking around with the lives of other people. This movie's prophetic. Uh, is that the is that how you use that yeah, word? Uh, yeah. Prophecy, prophetic. Yeah, you nailed it. Man. I think so. Anyway, I recently did, we did an episode of Scream at Screen in which I used a word, and I was like, I don't know if that. I think I used that right, and I had to, <laughs> I had to consult Surrey to see if I did use it right. And it t- turns out I did. I'm trying to use big words, even though I should be using small words, because I am the southern pilot man who has to be looking at the monitor going, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on. There's a Spider-Man outside, and I ain't talking about the Peter Parker who I need pictures of. I'm talking about an actual creepy crawly dude climbing on the ship. He's got he's got some ass backwards. His arms are where his legs are, and his, it's crazy, guys. And there's another guy. He's half spider, half man, and I'm talking straight down the middle. I'm talking about some real Stephen King Dark Tower shit. Ridley, this is my audition. Please cast me as the pilot that is looking <laughs> the pilot. at the stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, uh, yeah, Cap, we've been in the cargo bay for like 10 minutes now. Are you going to close this door or what? Are you going to so describe Oh, shit, why didn't y'all tell me it was open? I, I'm over here looking at the monitors. But y'all, y'all armed to the tooth with flamethrowers. Why aren't you using them? So I got, I got eight up here. I got one extinguisher, eight flamethrowers. I know what the fuck's going on. And yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, the oxygen's lost. We're losing oxygen. And flamethrowers eat up oxygen because fire is is supplied by oxygen. But I don't give a shit. We got some creepy crawlies crawling on the ship. That's my audition for the new alien film, Alien, colon, creepy crawlies. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Uh, where are we at in this fucking movie? Uh, Waylon wants Uh-oh. to go meet the engineers. Oh, I don't give a shit about this stuff. Yeah. So the part, um, <laughs> this is more Janik information, which I love that Janik just shows up and they're like, because Shaw's getting suited up to go like with Waylon back yeah. to the pyramid. And Janik's right. like, so this is the shit that's going on. Just to, just to give you, just to bring you and the audience up to speed and what the fuck's going on. But like he's like, yeah, this isn't their home. This is this is a military installation and all this stuff. These like weapons of mass destruction they're building. And anyway, I didn't realize this would be a uh, allegory for the Bush administration. <laughs> I'm telling you, 
Hats are on hats are on hats in this movie. <laughs> Crazy man. Um also, so like earlier in the movie, David clocks that like one of the engineers are still kind of, you know, kicking it in their little cryo sleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, uh, uh, Waylon wakes up or, you know, he gets out of his cryo sleep, they're like, all right, let's bounce. Let's go meet this dude. I know how to wake him up. I know how to speak his language. It's going to be chill. <laughs> um, and the whole thing is to just like meet your maker. But like, that's not your, that's Doug. That's not your mate. That's not the guy who did you, who who made us. That's just some other guy. You know? Yeah. You're you're meeting you're meeting someone in a completely different department, probably. He's like, look, I'm. A, he's like, listen, I'm in the chest burster division. I'm not in the. You know, <laughs> I'm in the creepy crawly division. I'm not in the the life making business. I'm in the death dealing business. Okay, Frank Rosetta. I'm in weapons. I'm not in R and D. Come on. Yeah. Oh man. I don't listen. I'm not. Am I wearing a white lab coat? No, I'm wearing a weird HR Geeker scuba suit. Yeah, he's the guy that they left in the cryopod because he was useless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Just like, oh yeah, he's the most expendable one of them all. That's Doug. Yeah, we train him how to drive. He's a he's a pilot. <laughs> he is. That's the. That's the character I'm supposed to be playing. Pilot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's why. That's <laughs> that's my. Cat. That's why he was very. That's why he's very confused when when uh whenever David does that weird like German style accent at him, he's like, <laughs> I don't talk like that. I'm over here looking at the monitors, trying to tell everybody else what the fuck's going on. He's also probably groggy as hell. He's got all these little people in his face. I mean, like, oh, yeah. could you could you imagine you've been awake for you've been asleep for two thousand years, and some, and and a, a dude with some robot legs, and then some Lawrence of Arabia looking dude walks into you yelling some language. <laughs> of course, you're gonna rip his head off and beat the other one in the head yeah. with this. That's a completely not a not a jury in the land would convict him. I mean, it's the perfect crime. You rip somebody's head off and beat them to death with the other person. Perfect crime. <laughs> how are they going to argue that in court? <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. I do love that he pulls his head off. I love to see yeah. a headless robot in these movies. Just like oh, laying on the floor talking. Uh-huh. It's it, That's... Hey, we finally got like a little bit of a, uh, you know, what we liked about this. I wanted to thing. see I wanted to see thing. more of the the little strings and bobs though. So. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to see the Christmas lights up yeah, and up. Yeah. Maybe this model just didn't have Christmas lights jammed up in his well, head. They, yeah, they used them all on the tree. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Dave was like, "Here you right go." Out of David's butt. <laughs> uh, a line that we skipped over is um whenever whenever Shaw's going to go with them. Uh, David's like, you really want to see this, don't you? Like, uh, you're going with us, huh? I didn't think you had it. I didn't think you had it in you. Sorry, poor choice of words. <laughs> Again, that is taunting because he's yeah. an android. He should have probably a, a, a very good choice of words, a good handle on those things. I was on purpose. That that little needling <laughs> fuck, a little piece of shit. Also, that said, uh, Michael Fassbender was fucking great in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So much so, like, the sequel was, I think, greenlit based just off of his performance. Like, they were like, oh, we need to see more of this creepy little shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that as soon as Wayland dies, they're all watching it on the monitors. And then Vickers is like, well, time to go home. 
Like, <laughs> let's get out of here. Mood. Yep. Mood. Such a mood. Yeah. I would have been the same way. I'm like, fucking pack your bags. Let's get the hell out of here. That guy had weird feet anyway. <laughs> and then so uh, eventually, like, start explaining, right? Like, what the whole. I'm, But I'm sorry. I just don't understand what the engineer's whole deal was. It was that they, they so, made humans. And then they regretted it, and so then they were just gonna like send these fucking things to Earth I th- to wipe think, us out. I think what happened is it's basically like it's like us building these fucking ghost towns out in the middle of Nevada and then nuking them. It's like the the equivalent to that, I think. So they like made us made this species just so they can test out their weapons of mass destruction on them. Oh, that's the theory I have. Hmm. Okay, so that's a theory. That's not like I didn't miss something or something like that, right? No, you didn't miss anything. Okay. Yeah, because they, because you know, they, even in the movie, they're like, "Yeah, they're fucking coming to kill us." They decided to create us, now they're going to kill us, and I this think that's is, why they. This is also something I don't think that they intended on answering in this movie because the original idea for the sequel was that it was going to follow Shaw and uh, David, and they were going to go yeah, to that's, to that's the plan to the original the, planet. Of what where, the movie sets up, where the engineers come from, so that was going to look more into like what their reasoning was. Um, yeah, and that's that's more of what stuff we can get into the next yeah, episode when we yeah. talk about Covenant. But yeah, and then that happens, and everybody fucking dies, and Shaw escapes, and then Shaw yells at Janet like, "Yeah, they're fucking going to Earth," and then Janet's like, "Well, earlier in this movie, I decided uh, I wasn't going to let them leave this planet, so I guess we're doing that, and yeah. then I guess we're wrecking the ship." <laughs> And then, then he like ejects the you know escape pod, the med pod or whatever it is, yeah. and then Vickers escapes narrowly. And then this is when it's it's yeah it's Idris Elba, Benedict Wong, and the other guy. I think the character's name is Chance. I don't know the actor's name, but they're like he's like you guys can leave if you want to. And Benedict Wong and Chance are like no, we're fucking staying. And that's when Benedict Wong says, "Frankly, sir, you're a shit pilot, and you need all the help you can get." <laughs> and then that's when they, you know, all three of them collectively decide to like use the Prometheus to to take down you know, their spaceship. Yeah. yeah, which you know, with the whole Prometheus, that whole thing, like taking down the gods or whatever. That's yeah, right. You know, that whole arc is resolved and all that stuff. <laughs> Um, let's see. Originally, the spaceship in this movie was going to be called the Magellan. Hmm. So then when, they changed when, it to Prometheus when the film was named Prometheus. When, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So when the, 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 the engineer ship is crashing back down to the ground. Oh, boy. And it's barreling on its side, chasing... Shirley Theron and, and, and Shaw. Was there a, that doesn't matter. Um, run to the side? Yeah. I know. I thought the, the same thing. That is, that is, that is go the biggest. Go the other way. <laughs> Make a left. Hang a Louie. <laughs> that is the biggest complaint this movie has gotten. Because <laughs> everybody, literally everybody I've ever known who's talking about this movie go, why didn't they just run sideways? Because it's yeah. like the thinnest fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's like, like an in, avatar when the tree fucking falls and everybody's yeah. getting killed in fucking avatars. Like, run the like, what, why are we? St- and this movie some, came out after Avatar, so why did they learn from anyway? Let's use some spatial awareness here, like uh, uh, or Game of Thrones uh, when they let that one Stark kid go or whatever, and then they 
just like, all right, run, we're going to shoot at you. Like, you know, maybe run a little zigzag pattern or something <laughs> like that. Like, you know, don't run in a straight line. Oh, man. I mean, but Shaw lives because she gets the fuck out of the way. Yeah. And But but then it, like, comes and then it <laughs> falls forward yeah. on her and lands on her anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, well, at least she had a 50-50 shan- chance of it not doing that. Yeah. I do love, though, that we're set up with... um. She like gets back to the ship and the med pod, and then her 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 child has grown. Mm-hmm. And we got a big old squid creature loose. That shit was it's dope. like the biggest face <laughs> hugger you've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then David, of course, his head's still alive, and he's like, "He's coming after you. They're they're coming to get you, Barbara." <laughs> anyway, they're coming to get you. That's like the only anyway. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I just like doing that so, impression. Here's here's my question, because pretty much after that, uh, she, the, uh, the 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 face hugger eats the basically the fucking engineer that comes after her, and then she puts uh, one head in a duffel bag. She has seven to collect later, and then I'm she, glad I'm not the only one who thought about eight heads in a duffel bag when I wrote that note about. You're putting a head a in a bag. duffel bag. What else are you supposed to think about? I'm sorry, Ridley Scott, but I assume everything you put on screen is intentional, and you wanted me to think about a heads in a duffel bag. <laughs> Ridley Scott's like, I'm going to make everybody re- remember this movie that used to play on Comedy Central at 3 p.m. on Sunday every fucking month. <laughs> um, Joe Pesci. So- I'm going to have to look. This- I'm going to have to watch this one. <laughs> is it Jada I don't th- Spade too? Yeah, I, that movie, yeah. there's not a uncensored version. There's only the Comedy Central version. That's <laughs> only ever been played on Comedy Central <laughs> in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, so, uh, real quick, just before we, we wrap, let's fucking wrap up. Huh? Yeah. Um, uh, they, they fly off, as, as Nick alluded to, looking for where these, where these motherfuckers are actually from. You know. Deal them a little Earth justice, um, and then uh, then we'll cut back to the the end. The dead engineer laying on the ground, and uh, he's got he, boom explodes out of his body, his torso, as uh, kind of like a proto xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Was that in the? Because I do not remember that at all. Yeah, that was there. Yeah. I feel like that was a thing they had to add in post. Oh, it it totally feels tacked on at the end, but I completely do not remember that whatsoever. I remember I remember the two hypists that we were at this movie was during the the C section scene and the alien popping out of the end. That's the only yeah. that was the only two types where we were like, oh shit. Like this is some fucking alien shit. Yeah. But also, why does it look like that? It should look like a chestburster. Why does it come out as like a fully formed alien? That's that's why I was like, it's a proto. Yeah, because he and plus it's, it's, because it's, it's a it's a big guy. Yeah. yeah, it's incubating it's, in a oh, bigger yeah, it is a big body. Guy. Okay. maybe. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, I that's I I was the same way though. I was just like, what? Well, also, you know what? if it wasn't a well, I guess I guess I don't remember. I I do not remember anything much about Covenant. So. I'll see like what that answers, but I was like, that's not a queen, so I don't know how it's gonna make more aliens. Yeah, yeah Covenant this the Covenant is what seals why I think this is a different timeline. Right, than right, right. 
the originals. Like it's it's now, all is that and and I I don't know. You don't have to answer this now, but is that done on purpose or is it a retcon? I really I want to say like because really Scott had his own vision of mm-hmm. what the alien is and like him and Giger and all that shit. You know, had this idea of what it was, and I think uh, to a certain extent, probably Dan O'Bannon as well. But you know, you hear more from Ridley Scott just because you know he's fucking still around talking about all this shit. But yeah, he's you know his idea of the alien was like you don't know where it's from, and it's just this right. thing. And like then James Cameron, our, our, our good friend Big Jim, comes in and it's just like they're bugs. So, they're bugs. They're bugs. Bugs. <laughs> bugs. <laughs> the bugs. Or as Bill, as Bill Paxton explains it, they're like ants or something, man. <laughs> That's what he says in Dirk's cut. So, <laughs> all right. So, they, 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 there's all these different ideas for, for like what the aliens are and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the, the previous four movies that we did, it, it was kind of clear like what kind, sort of genre they were sort of going for. You know, the, the first one was horror. Second one was a war film. Third one was, I guess, a prison break movie with a bunch of other shit thrown in there. The la- the, the fourth one was an erotic thriller, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was this? Because I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what this wanted to be besides just hard sci-fi. It, that's yeah, what it, it was like. I think this it was, was sci-fi. This one, this, yeah. this one was more 2001 Space Odyssey than it was Texas Chainsaw right, Massacre. Right. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the high profile. Why I wasn't... Like they were like, we want to do kind of like high ideas, like artistic. Yeah. 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 I mean, like high concept. Mm-hmm. In, in, in terms of, of if that was their stated goal or if that was their goal in general, um, for me, it, it fell short just because it was trying to put too many high concept uh, uh, ideas into one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was still enough like <laughs> cool shit in this movie, yeah, to like it's still be watchable. And if like it's just on you know YouTube TV or whatever like that, I'll and I come across it, like I'll check and see what part it's at, you know. From the yeah, behind this- the scenes, it seemed to me like this whole like version of this came because Ridley Scott, they were like, Ridley Scott, we want to do another alien movie. And he was like, well, I'm not really interested in continuing like what you all have been doing. Yeah. And he's like, the one thing that I'm interested in is knowing like who the space jockey is and like where he comes from. So like they use that to shop around to like people who are going to write the concept and the, Mm. the writer who ended up working on it use that as a starting point to create like whatever story this was going to be. Yeah. And then they, <clears throat> then they wanted to uh, ask more questions than answer, uh, answer them. Yeah. <laughs> then this when they brought in our boy Lindelof. <laughs> yep. I'm not knocking Lindelof. Lindelof's fucking great. I love yeah. a lot of the stuff he's done. But my but, dude loves not like that's what a complaint a friend of mine who said like this must be how they felt for Blade Runner. What he said, he's like, he's like, man, Lindelof just fucking hates answering questions. <laughs> that was his like big critique of this movie. Yeah, I mean, absolutely though. Like especially in this time period, I I feel like well, so I haven't watched the Leftovers, but I hear I should. It's very good. But but you know, he he kicked that. You know, when it came around for Watchmen, felt like yeah, Watchmen. 
Oh god, Watchmen was so fucking good. He so did such a goddamn good. great job with uh, Watchmen. I they forgot he sh- wrote the hunt. The show or the movie? The show. The show. The show. Oh, the show was so good. Yeah. Yeah, because this was yeah, this was right after like he got off Lost, and mm-hmm. then like he's like time to write a movie, baby, and then he did Cowboys and Aliens and Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, all right, how long can I ask questions until they start making me answer things? <laughs> and I feel like it stopped at Watchmen. Yeah, I'm just looking at. Well, I haven't seen World War Z, but apparently his contributions to World War Z actually made it a better movie, from <laughs> what I've heard. I have not seen World War Z, but apparently he rewrote the ending and like the original ending I heard about. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I bet he's a good fixer like that. Yeah. And then Star Trek Into Darkness. That. Eh. Oh, boy. I'm not saying it was like, it's not really his fault. Uh, It's no, the 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 I I truly think that because that's the second one, right? Yeah, that was the main problem yeah. with that movie was like everybody's like it's not con, it's not con, it's not con, and all of us yes. were like it's fucking yeah. con, and then right. they and then they you did it, to, and everybody was like, yeah, we fucking know. You had to <laughs> fucking parade poor Benedict Cumberbatch out there for like a month and have him just flat out lie to people mm-hmm. when everyone knew it was a fucking lie, and he just has to be like, well, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know why they made that the big twist. Like, yeah. Like, as soon as it happened, I was like, yeah, if I'd have known, I wouldn't have given a shit. But, you know, are we talking about anything you even know about right now? (laughs) I know I did watch that movie, but I don't remember anything about it. Well, leading up to it, everybody everybody was like, oh, yeah, they're... it was going to be Wrath of Khan or whatever. Yeah, they're doing Wrath of Khan, and then, like... Leading up, J.J. Abrams and everybody was just like, no, he's not. He's not con. He's not. And then he came out and like, it yeah, reminds me. We. It reminds me of when the most recent Spider-Man came out and like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire had yeah. to say multiple times that they weren't in it. <laughs> like, I knew they were going to be in it, yeah. but that, it was still hype as fuck. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was the That's opposite. True. of. That's true. Yeah. It was the opposite of what happened. Uh, with Star Trek Into Darkness is what happened in Spider Man because yeah. in Spider Man we knew it was happening and we were, we were hype we were going hype in knowing it, it was yeah, going to yeah. happen and then it, it was still hype yeah whereas Star Trek like just it just fell flat it yeah. was just crazy well, how it, it also fell flat because it it didn't seem like they were trying you know it's just like oh you're just doing the second movie for your second movie yeah. I just All love right. how I just love how in Star Trek Into Darkness, like Benedict Cumberbatch is like, my name is Khan, <laughs> and then like Kirk, who doesn't know who he is, should have been like, yeah, I don't, I don't give yeah. a shit, like Shere Khan, like you Jungle are. Book, like, what are you talking about? It was just such a like. It, if you think about it in universe, like for us, yeah. the audience, we're like, oh, but like Kirk should have been like, yeah, yeah fuck who, who yeah, gives this a Kirk shit? doesn't fucking know. <laughs> have we met before? I don't know. Do you have a uh, sister? It's like, cool story. You should tell it at parties. Yeah. Can I have my friend back now? <laughs> hey, I don't know why this whole conversation just made me think of they can fly now. They fly now. <laughs> <sighs> Somehow. <laughs> I have not watched it since the theater. I, I'm oh, afraid I'm to never watch wa- it. I'm never we, watching that movie again. We somehow fucking wound up like somehow earlier this movie. year. <laughs> somehow we rewatched 
fucking <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. I would probably watch it with you guys, but I would not watch it alone. Yeah, I was, I was, like, I was thinking we would eventually cover this, that Frank, oh, like true, the Skywalker true, true. saga. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh man, uh, yeah, because I, I mean, fucking Johnny's the Star Wars pervert, and he'll watch any Star Wars, no matter how good or bad, at the drop of a hat. And, I'm the uh, same way, though. That's that's the thing. And, that's uh, the so only movie up- I wouldn't rewatch. I would watch all the other ones in the series, yeah. but no, I, would I had not watch no that one again. I had no desire to rewatch, but I'll tell you, it it was it is it is as bad as it, like there's <laughs> nuggets, there's right. little nuggets, right? But Bobby it Frick. is. As, it is as bad. Uh, love Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> uh, 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 the voiced by um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Moaning Mortal. Yeah. Um, the Moaning uh, icon. Mortal. Icon. She plays oh. Agatha Christie in um, See How They Run, and it's oh. a, it's, a, oh, it's a very small performance, and it's it's very fun. It's just her anyway. My favorite thing about that actress is that she plays one of the best friends in uh, Bridget Jones's Diary, and in the first movie uh the first time you see her she's also crying in a bathroom that's funny (laughs) that's a franchise we will never cover and i'm not talking about Britta jones (laughs) oh man what was he gonna say i don't know where i'm going with all this oh yeah i i'm probably gonna have to rewatch rise of skywalker just so i can get all the jokes that are in the lego star wars game i'm currently playing through (laughs) because they because they they roast these movies i'm telling you they yeah they, they do they, 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 for the Hansel and Carbonite scene, it made me laugh and threw that man in the refrigerator. <laughs> and then, she, then Leia says, I love you. And then they slammed the door and fridge magnets came down. The fridge magnet said, I know. <laughs> anyway, very dumb, very dumb child humor. This is the kind I like. I mean, you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, Should we rate this movie? Do we have anything else to say about it? I really don't know. Do we want to rate this by uh, vials of goop? Is that how we're going to rate this one? (laughs) Goop vials? Urns. Urns. Goop urns. Goop urns. Goop urns. Goop urns. Boy, I know uh, uh, before everyone in the improv community started working at at my job, I know they used to work at Goopern. Groupin. Groupon. Yeah, I know. That was really bad. Yeah, I was, uh, look, hey, look, you know, sometimes you stretch and you, and you reach your destination. Sometimes you stretch and you're stretching because you're going to miss anyway. <laughs> so let's rate this motherfucker, huh? I'm just picturing, like, I just remember, yeah, some, you, can, you can fucking throw a rock. You can go to, go to, go to I.O. and there's about 80 dudes in there wearing a fucking Groupon hoodie. Because <laughs> they all worked at Groupon. And then they got laid off, unfortunately. Um, this episode is sponsored by Groupon. Whoa! Uh, all right. So, what, what do you guys rate this? <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you rate it? Um, I can go first. Um, it. Are we doing out of five or six? 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 six. Six. Okay. It held up slightly more than I thought it would. Um, I think some of the things that bothered me this time around are different from the things that like didn't connect with me the the previous, uh, the first time I saw it. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go middle of the road because uh, there's still it was still a beautiful. We didn't. We also didn't really talk about how like great this fucking movie looked. Like everything looks gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna go right down the middle with a three, three goop urns. They're saying goop burns. Jesus Christ. I think I'd give it three, too. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It hell. Yeah, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, um, or that I rem- than I remembered. Um, I just don't like it as part of the series, I guess, and I don't. I don't know. I don't like the stuff that they changed. And some of the yeah. and some of the additional stuff, some of the stuff that they tried to put in there, I didn't like. Yeah, hat on a hat for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think when I when I did my ranking last night, I was immediately like, "Well, uh, uh, second fiddle to Resurrection." And then Resurrection is just more fun. And then I thought about I went back to that fucking abortion scene, C-section <laughs> scene, and I was like, "Fuck it, this is better than Resurrection." And then now talking about it more, I'm like. Nah, that 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 alone can't save this. So yeah, I think I'm gonna say. What did, did I give Resurrection? Did I give that five? What did I give three? Did I give three four? I think you did. I can't remember. I'm gonna say I'm gonna knock my three rating down to three and give this a four because it had some shit that I liked, but I definitely rank it. I rank it above three and under Resurrection. Nice. Yes. So that's a good rating, I think. Anyway. Uh, what do we have to plug? <laughs> this comes out uh the this comes out Festivus, the twenty third of December. Mm, nice. This is our Christmas episode. Well, as for myself, uh at Rich Cami on all socials, uh as well as at the Whack Pack Live for Excuse me. Uh, whenever I open up uh, cards and we'll raise some money for uh, great causes and uh, keep it locked at Whackpack Live on Instagram specifically. Uh, got some changes uh, coming up um, that I'm looking forward to. Also, uh, the Blank Slate, the other podcast that uh, I'm on. Um, uh, we should have an episode coming out sometime this month. Don't know what it's going to be about, uh, but we'll be drafting something. And uh, in the new year, look for me uh, Thursday nights as part of Comedy Sports uh, League Night uh, with their minor league team uh, at uh, uh, Piper's Alley here in Chicago, Illinois. Check it out. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. Also check out the other podcast I'm on with Deb Duncan, um, Queer Movie Night, where we discuss um, some of our favorite queer uh, films with our guests. If you love how rowdy we are on this one, they get just as maybe even rowdier on that show. <laughs> Depending on the episode, <laughs> it depends on what movie you cover. It's, yeah, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, some episodes very thoughtful consideration. Yeah. Other ones are like, "Whoa, boy!" The balls to the wall is rowdy. I love it. It 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 sometimes can like concerns me the thought of like a movie that revs both like. Deb and I up and us yeah. being on the same podcast together <laughs> like that just the thought of that 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 chaos uh, uh kind of terrifies myself a little bit <laughs> we should just redo the entire fast franchise and have Deb as a like replace <laughs> me as the co-host because <laughs> I think Deb does like those movies um well if we did scream say? or something she would definitely come on we might there's a sixth one coming out next year I don't know if we'll be able to do have, it in time. Uh, have they just taken to calling soon. the re- the rest of the movies they released just Scream? No, this one's called Scream Five, Scream Six. Okay, V One. This one's Scream V One. 
Oh, they're 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 taking the fucking Halloween route and like, oh, yeah. we're doing Roman numerals, which is weird before because the first two sequels are just the numbers two and three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a reverse Halloween because Halloween did the Roman numerals and then then, the, then four came around like, ah, we're throwing the we're throwing the number, we're not throwing the Romans. <laughs> we lost our uh, our key. It tells us what means what. Um, so, all right, hold on. Let me just make sure I get this right. It goes scream, scream two, scream three, scream four. Scream, no, scream it is four. scream four. It is scream four. Yeah. And then so scream. scream, scream two, scream three, scream four, scream. Scream V1. Scream V1. Yeah. Okay. Scream six. Okay. Scream version one. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's an updated yet to update it in the app store. H H two scream. Yeah. H- H2 scream. yeah. <laughs> uh, scream two o. Oh. This whole this whole this whole age of reboot slash sequels. <laughs> it's a weird. That's all I can. That's all I can say. It's a weird. They just need to name them better, man. They like, should have done um they should have done like the new Halloween movies and been like <laughs> like scream scream kills but I don't know something funny. Yeah. I I I miss the old days when you call something <laughs> you you call it alien, you know, you call it like, you know, scream, Halloween screams. Two. <laughs> scream 2. I miss the 2s, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> or what if they did it Maverick style? Or like I like Halloween, when they're or when Michael they're, Myers. Yeah, or when they're classy and they're like part two or part three. <laughs> yeah, because so the Godfather like, oh, did this that. Was, and that's classy. This was intended to be. Well, what is it? Well, oh, Friday the Thirteenth is the classiest yeah, horror two. franchise, yeah. so of course they do <laughs> yeah. part two. But I I forgot who I I can't remember. If it's like Scott Ackerman or, or Paul F. Tompkins that calls him out whenever it's uh, or I think it might be Doug Benson. That'll call a movie out whenever it's part two, but the first one wasn't part one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, it. Like chapter at the two, end, yeah. it comes in, it goes it. And at the very end of the first movie, it goes it. Chapter one. Mm-hmm. And then Dune. Dune just straight up yeah, opens Dune. with Dune part one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fucking, we were we were part one. Fucking, we weren't tricking you. We were tricking you. Tricked your ass. You thought it was going to be one movie. This is the first part. <laughs> now you gotta go take your, your happy ass back home and try to weird read that weird last little book that's seven hundred pages long. I know you ain't gonna get through the first twenty pages, Nick Lathan. You're gonna be too <laughs> busy looking could, at screens, looking at creepy crawlies. <laughs> at least you can rest assured we're not all gonna try and squeeze us into one movie. <laughs> well, what when did this become the unforgivable YouTube video? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, follow us on Franchise Surprise Pod on Instagram. I'm going to do better with our Instagram posts. I've been lazy lately just because it's the fucking holidays, dude, yeah. and I don't want to do any work. But uh, follow us on there, so I'm definitely going to put uh, the picture of Mullet on there and tag him with no context. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to um, be confused. Uh, uh, but... Yeah, look, if you can't post to our, our Instagram, the least you can do is give me some waffle fries. Oh, God. Fuck it. Look. That, 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 that YouTube series plagued us, like, in the, in the mid-2000s. It's all we fucking It just recorded. had a grip on y'all. It did, man. And then they tried to come back and do a new one, and it wasn't as good, and it made us mad. We were like, what? They should have just left it where it was. 
Just like most wow. film franchises should have done. <laughs> and also follow me on, um, you can follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, Nick Lathan on there. You can see what all I'm watching. Peyton's on there as well. And um, Rich is on there, but doesn't use it. <laughs> Understand why. <laughs> and um, that's it. So come back next week where we talk about Alien Covenant. Should be a fun one. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great festivus if you're listening to this, uh, airing some grievances the day you're listening to this. <laughs> For the rest of us. For the oh, rest man. Of us. Well, you got a quote to take us out on, Rip? Yeah. Do you mind if I tee you, if I have you tee me up first? All right, let's do it. Anything else? <laughs> no, <laughs> father. That's it. Bye, baby. She should have said daddy. <laughs> no, daddy. No, daddy. <laughs> but I wanted daddy. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.